Welcome back to my channel, Grief the Real Talk. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about some of the things we as grievers find difficult to do in our dark hours. When we're feeling raw, grief can sometimes make us sad, even when we look at pictures of our lost loved one that should give us comfort by bringing back memories of the good times, but can also remind of what we no longer have and will never be again. Many people tell us that we should be focusing on the good times we've had with our lost loved ones. It's been a few months plus a year since I lost the love of my life. People don't often have the right words to say, despite their good intentions. They may think they are trying to help us in our grief by reminding us to focus on the good times we had together. I don't know about you, but I'm still so far from there. Focusing on the good times sometimes is still a bit too raw for me and tends to reignite my heartache because it reminds that there will no longer be any more of those days. Despite my shrine of photos of my husband and I around my home, there are days when they are too painful to look at. Other days they may make me smile. At this point in my life and as the once caregiver of my beloved husband and watching him fade daily, then hourly from me, it is those memories that continue to play over in my head many times when I think of him. It's almost like a form of PTSD for me. Yes, PTSD. Memories often trigger those frightening, heart-wrenching moments of him dying that remain on replay when I think of my husband, instead of trying to focus on our good times. I often find it difficult to get past that part of those painful memories that often overshadow all the goodness. Instead of welling up with thoughts of his departure. This, I'm sure, all us grievers live through. When our brains continue to focus on the painful moments, they remind of our lives as we knew our lost loved one and remind that they will never again be, reinforcing that nothing will ever be the same. These memories can keep the constant flux of grief cycling through us. Death changes us. It changes the way we live, our identities, who we are now after losing our loved one, affecting every single part of our living. It forces us to step into a new solo role of unfamiliar territory, reminding us daily that nothing is the same as it once was. But nothing ever will be the same again because our lives have been completely changed. Every single simple part of our lives are existing now on a different path, whether we like it or not. So we grieve, and that is just, but the struggle is real while trying to create a new life. What does this mean? We know how different everything we do from that moment forward after losing our loved one changes our whole pattern of living, no matter a spouse, child, or parent. For me, the simple task of grocery shopping, now shopping for one instead of two, still stings. As I stroll the aisles with my single shopping list, nothing is regular anymore. I remember the first time I got the inclination to even go grocery shopping after losing my husband. I walked the aisles with sunglasses on because as I passed every food I used to pick up for him, my heart would break all over again. Triggers. I literally walked the aisles crying as I thought about the lonely meals I'd now be enduring with nobody else at the table to converse with, nobody there to lift the pot lid off to see what was on the stove, nobody to tell me how delicious my cooking was, even if it wasn't. 
These are basic everyday things that people take for granted in life, but become so symbolic to us when they are gone from our lives. People who never endured such loss cannot understand how difficult it can be for us grievers to cook a simple meal again. Sometimes we even lose the desire to eat. And that brings me to the topic of our own health care. I know that others may turn to the comfort of food, but for me, it's the opposite. When I'm stressed or depressed, I can't even look at food. And let me tell you that while my husband was dying on me and through months of the aftermath, I didn't give a crap about myself as my grief ruled everything I did in a simple day of living. So much that about six months after losing my husband, I began getting sick and having heart palpitations. Some days I almost thought I was having a heart attack. I finally went to my doctor and she sent me for a battery of tests including being sent to a cardiologist and having done more tests to see if I was indeed having heart problems. I truly learned how easy it can be for someone to die of a broken heart. Sure, there's no such noted disease, but let me assure you, the weight of heartache can surely wreak havoc on all our overall health. When the heart is in pain, it encompasses so much of what we do naturally on a daily basis. It can bring on a depressive state, or new anxiety in everyday living, and eventually, potentially, dangerous heart problems. It is essential that even in our time of grief, we take the time to take care of ourselves. Turns out my levels on vitamin markers were so low that some of them were flagged in red from my lab reports. Even though I never thought about what was happening to my body as I neglected it, it was happening and giving me signs I was neglecting myself. And as it turned out, thankfully, there was nothing serious about my heart, only that it had been broken. I told my doctor that based on the emotional roller coaster I had lived and was now living in its aftermath, that I believe and see how people can actually die from a broken heart. And she nodded in agreement, because that's just how it feels. I was so broken that nothing else could matter. My grief took and still takes precedence. I began dropping any concern for myself while I nursed my husband at home in palliative care, and I just got used to neglecting myself as grief spiraled in the aftermath while living on autopilot. My lab results were a wake-up call to get my act together, even though I was grieving. I was alone with no family support, and COVID made sure to keep my friends in their seclusion. There was nobody there to spoon-feed me, nurse me back to health, or even take care of me if something drastic did happen. So in the midst of my own grief, I had to learn to remember me and self-love. So I urge all you grievers to take heed and remember yourself. As much as I grieve and my heart aches, I know that I am not ready to leave this earth. So the only person I can rely on is myself. I share this story with you because I know only too well how grief feels. I know how it can potentially make us ill. I know now what it is like to live with anxiety over the many things I now have to do alone and the many triggers that send me back to those dark moments. But if we choose to live despite our grief, we must remember ourselves and take care of ourselves because in the end, we can't always rely on anybody else to do this for us. Whether we don't eat enough or begin eating too much to compensate for our grief, either way, neither is good for us. 
it's essential that we remember to take care of ourselves because we must go on and we want to be healthy doing so. In our journey through grief, it is so easy to forget about ourselves, despite our sometimes feeling like we don't care anymore. But we must care. I am grateful that despite my grief symptoms, I took the initiative to finally realize I wasn't feeling like myself and made an appointment to see my doctor. I know well what this journey of grief can do to us, both physically and mentally. I speak here because for those of you, too, who walk this journey through grief, I want to remind you that when we are lost in the depths of grief, we sometimes don't realize how badly we are sabotaging our own health. And despite this new hurt that we are living with, we still must live. We are the ones left behind to honor our lost loved one, and we know that's what they would want for us. And as many of us have witnessed, we know how debilitating it is to not live in good health. Despite my grief, I recognized my own health was declining. There was nobody there to take care of me as I did for my husband. So I shook it out of my darkness and swallowed the reality that my life was going on and I didn't want to spend the rest of it being sick. So I would urge you all to do the same. Pay attention to your diet, get out, go for a walk, talk to people, anywhere, in the grocery store, on a bus, on the phone, Wherever you go, whatever it takes to let in some human connection to remind ourselves we are still present, we need that. <laughs>